0: Hi and welcome to Math & Musings, I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and & Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math & Musings. Today's date is Friday, August 25th, 2023, this is Season 3 episode number 34 of our show, and uh, I always write these things down, like, like I'm gonna forget what day it is, or the episode number 3.34. Now, um, if I divide by 10, I have moved the decimal one spot back, I would have .334, which to me looks like a batting average, and a specific batting average. Here's your uh, deep dive on numbers for today. Okay, 334 was Derek Jeter's batting average, in 2009 he he had a great season that year as as an older player I mean he had a a few more years to go it was the last time that the New York Yankees the team of my youth won the world series yeah that bad for baseball Yankees team because they spend all this money and win every year they take up all the good players yeah they've won exactly one world series in the last uh, let's see 23 years That was 2009. It was the most, I should say, most recent time the Yankees won the World Series, not the last one. Now, as of this recording, there's always a little bit of a delay, but as of this recording, uh, the Yankees, the 2023 version, still in that unusual position and the statistical anomaly that I've been watching all year to somehow be above 500, which is have more wins than losses. And be in last place in your division, which I think is just funny, and it, it's great for the numbers aspect of this. And like everyone in that division, every team is uh, has a winning record. They're all uh, they're all plus. There's like there's bad teams that are uh, you know got big minuses in the other divisions of the American League. All to set up the theme for today, which is. Of course, baseball and numbers and baseball of my youth, specifically baseball in Binghamton, and all all those things are related because that's, that's where I spent my youth, following baseball in Binghamton, New York. It was April of 1992 that the Binghamton area, which had been a barren baseball desert for a few decades, rekindled some of that magic with the team then known as the Binghamton Mets the double-a affiliate of the New York Mets baseball was back in Binghamton after uh, about a quarter century uh, absence it was a hockey town as I've described before a hockey town for many years Uh, now uh, baseball was back in the spring of 1992 I was 10 years old or about to turn 10 years old exact age my son is now as a matter of fact uh, turning to 9 going on 10 and uh, obviously perfect age like this could not have worked out more perfectly and to have a father who was also interested in sports and also willing to I've, I'm this guy now because you know well <laughs> broader theme of this show we all become our parents if you're a dude you're going to become your dad it's like my dad was like this, I am too, like super cheap as, as a person, but when you see something you want to buy, oh, you're going to buy it. And the, the usual phrase I use is like, you know, he, he chokes on spending $5, but wouldn't think twice about spending $500. And, and the way I rationalize, and I, I'm the same way, it's like, if you, if you see something for $5, that tells you that it, it's no good. It's like, it's just somebody asking you for $5. If you see something for $500 or $5,000, like, well, that must be good. This is the psychology of it. Like, that must be good. If they're charging that much, you're getting a quality product. You must be getting something good. Um, my dad owned a lot of classic cars like that. One of them in particular was a 1966 Chevy Impala. It was white. It was the size of a cruise ship. As a matter of fact, it got about three gallons of, to the, to the mile yeah that wasn't miles to the gallon. it was gallons to the mile. <laughs> that, was a, that was a Freudian slip that somehow became true. Um, anyway, I mentioned this car in particular uh, because this one was big enough to uh, house quite a number of people including some Binghamton Mets players. So every year we did this a few times. the Binghamton Mets in uh, you know before the season started they would have a parade. And if you had a classic car that could fit a few players and uh, your, maybe yourself and your son and one of his friends in the boat that was his vehicle, yeah, you could be in the parade. And I got to do this a couple of times. Like, what, what a dream, right? And um, most of uh, most of my life is just trying to give back and the fun I had as, as a child. This was one of them. And I don't have any classic cars, but I can invite friends to a game, including, I'm sure I did this more than once, like, oh, you know, bring a friend in the convertible with you to go in the uh, Binghamton Mets Welcome Back Parade. Same friend coming with me to a baseball game 30 years later. And you can sit with me in my upstairs suite at the Binghamton, now Rumble Ponies game, my dad had season tickets to the Binghamton then Mets at one point, but he never got one of the upstairs suites. The uh, it's a bit much to in Binghamton call it a luxury box, but or like skybox. Like, well, that's overstating a little bit, but um, yeah, this was S tier level seats. My son said, like, well, the next best seats is if if you're like in the dugout, like if you're working at the game, <laughs> either you're, uh, you know calling it from the press box, or you are um, in like, the dugout having to put on the uniform and swing a bat. So, uh, we're there to see the uh, Binghamton Rumble Ponies at now Mirabido Stadium, or as my GPS calls it, Mirabido Stadium, uh, take on the uh, New Hampshire Fisher Cats, that would be the AA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays, and Fulfill one of my life goal cards. I talk about this often. I have this stack of business cards. My old business cards that were uh, useless when I moved, they say my wrong address on them. Now I wised up. I don't, well, who uses business cards anymore? I don't put my address on them. Just phone number and email. They're not going to change. Don't put your physical address on there. You don't want people knowing where you live anyway. Hey, remember when we were kids and they used to print this thing called the phone book? And it literally gave you the name and address of phone number of every single person in town. Anyway, that one seems to come up often. So one of my life goal cards said, I think I wrote Skybox. Like, some kind of premium seating at a sporting event, I would have to make this happen. And, um... Being able to do it in Binghamton—that the stadium I went to as a kid and Binghamton prices too. This one comes up often too. Like that, you can you can make this happen for the, for the price of like three tickets to an Orioles or a Nationals game. Like if you're used to paying Major League prices or like DC prices for anything, like when I go back to the old country, that's one of the redeeming characteristics. I usually say there's three. It's nice things about Binghamton. One, everything is cheap. Two, everything is close. Like there's no traffic. Every car ride takes you five minutes. And three, well, a lot of my friends still live there and I like to go and visit them and hang out at a baseball game and um, I'm able to hook them up. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, I mentioned the first time I went to a major league game uh, in 1990 uh, and there were five of us there that day. Of the five people who were at that game, well, only three of them are still alive. But all three of us were at this game in Binghamton a couple weeks ago. So, fulfilled a lifelong goal there. Skybox, premium seating, uh, low level upstairs luxury box suite at the Binghamton Rumble Ponies game. A cheaper alternative, also a life goal card, was now Binghamton's also the carousel capital of the world. Um, And uh, to take Franklin on the Rec Park Carousel Recreation Park on the west side of Binghamton on the historic carousel it's one of six carousels in broome county uh, that are that are free and have been free forever that was like one of the conditions of the johnson family donating this land to the city and, and establishing these recreation areas that it would it would always be free i think there were two things about this park one that there would never be an exterior fence around it and there's not and that the carousels be free and uh any, it's only open in the summer, and any time that uh, my son had traveled up to Binghamton with me, well, we were never there in the right season, so finally went up in the summer so he could ride the rec park carousel. And we did. And um, it fulfilled a life goal there. That one, that one cost nothing. Talk about Binghamton prices. And um, we also, like, playing to all the summertime things, like walking on this new walking trail they have over by MacArthur Elementary on the south side, which... For what it's worth, I mean, Binghamton, and the fact that there's no traffic kind of lends itself to this, that they have miles and miles of walking trail. That's one, like, if I were going to say, you know, three and a half nice things about Binghamton, miles of walking trails. (laughs) There's there's still cars. There's nothing else. Um, Getting to walk there and and play tennis there with my son. Uh, Summertime activities uh, that I enjoy, those those were... uh, I don't think I had those officially written on cards, but there was things I had in mind to do. And the last one, an official card, I got to pull off three that week, um, was uh, taking my son on the pilgrimage, the Mecca, to Cooperstown, to the Baseball Hall of Fame. That was one I had dreamed about, I think, even before I had a child. Like, now, now that I'm the dad in the story... I'm picturing myself as the dad taking his son to Cooperstown because that's what every dad wants to do. And it's not just me. And that's just not just me and my dad. That's every dad. Uh, the, the joke I had when, like, uh, we're in the museum and I, I hear some kid calling out, Dad, Dad, like trying to get his father's attention. I'm like, look, that's not the place to call out Dad. Feel free to call your dad by his first name because you call out Dad when you're at the Baseball Hall of Fame three-quarters of the guys in the museum are going to turn around, because that, that's most people there. Uh, but my son and I go around the museum. We see the exhibits. We see their, the new movie that they have. This was refurbished a few years ago. I'd heard about this. Like It's not the same little 15-minute film that they used to show when I was a kid. Uh, a little bit disappointed there. But seeing the new clips, most of which happened after I would have been in Cooperstown, um, when I went for the first time, probably eight or nine years old, and my son is nine now. It's, I think he's getting at the perfect time. Um, the, and the new plaques and the new players, and uh, there, are, there are artifacts in that museum. Think about this. There are artifacts in that museum now that were used or worn by players who weren't even born when I went to Cooperstown for the first time. Whoa. Uh, and uh, looking at their baseball card displays and that um, little room they have on celebrating baseball at the movies. i gonna talk about two of my favorite things, baseball and movies. Yeah, and I love baseball movies. And my son had seen some of them. There were a couple that he hadn't seen that we've since uh, amended that and corrected that to. One was Mr. 3000, that movie with Bernie Mac. And I was like, that one's a little PG-13, but uh, okay, if we watch it together, that'll be fine. And then, of course, uh, the coup de grace of, the, of them all, the, the topper, of course, is Field of Dreams. And now my, my son knows the reference of the famous line of that movie. And by the way, the line is, if you build it, he will come. And the he in question is not Shoeless Joe Jackson. Remember, the story is about a relationship of a a boy, and his father. I had a great relationship with my own father, Michael O'Connell Sr. It was unfortunate that it was too short. That's the one thing I would say about my relationship with my dad. It was great. It was just too short. Now I'm the dad in the story. I'm sort of making up for lost time now, and I enjoy every moment that I get to spend with my son, whether... uh, here at home or on vacation or doing uh, amazing things or just doing everyday things. Those are fun, too. And uh, I am enjoying every minute of it. And we will continue to do those things. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed our 15 minutes together today. Uh, the in-, in the interim, if you need some more math and musings, well, there are a few opportunities uh, for you to do so. You can check out the archives of this show. Or you can head to this website, the sole sponsor of Math Amusings, that is the website mikeoconnelljr.com. And I will see you next Friday.